You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Munganass with Munganass St. Louis Acura, here to talk to you today about some benefits of Acura's certified pre-owned program. After passing a 182-point multi-point inspection, Acura backs all of our certified pre-owned cars with a 6-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty and a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Munganass St. Louis Acura has new inventory arriving daily. Come on into Munganass St. Louis Acura today, meet our award-winning team, and find that perfect certified pre-owned Acura for you. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. And a happy new year. Welcome on in to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. I'm sorry, Munganass Burkhart Alton Toyota. This is Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hansman. First show of the new year, Andy, as we record this on January 4th. My second time of the new year already in your home. Yes. As people can hear, and people are talking. It's, it's. I mean, it's the biggest thing going in the podcast, St. Louis podcast world right now. Just the clarity and the overall, just the, the better they quality it, huh? podcast that you and I have been putting out the last several weeks from the Collinsville Studios. It's just a, it's a lovely, you've made this place such a welcoming place to do a podcast from that I don't mind driving 30 minutes to come here and do it. I really don't. It's it's nice to sit here and do this knowing just how damn good it's going to sound for for our listeners. And we get a, I have a few rugs on order too, and that's going to really help. Oh yeah, you think so? People are going to be able to tell, be like, ooh, there's rugs. That'll help here because I've I've hung more stuff up to help with the echoes, the new television over Mm -hmm. there. Um, Joe, it's almost becoming. Uh, you know, KMOV has their brand new facility out in Maryland Heights. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it on the TV in the morning. Yeah, I've made, I've made it a point at the uh, at the gym. The two TVs up front with everything. I have one on Channel Five, so people there can watch Rennie in the morning. And right. Then I have, then I have our friends at Channel Four. Oh, because Mo Drummond's now like the the one of the lead oh, anchors yeah. in the morning, and uh, so I figured Rennie and Mo right there, boom. Joe, I was a, I was kind of a through my my real job. I was kind of a big part of that project. Joe, they call that the broadcast center. These are now the St. Louis Podcast Studios broadcast center. Nice, yeah, nice. Is that like it. right? St. Louis Pod, St. Louis Podcast Network broadcast center from Collins- a, that's a tongue twister. It is. Yeah, we got to work. It's on a tongue that. twister. Maybe it's just a Collinsville broadcast center. Yeah. But then it sounds like it's that place you went to school to learn how to be a broadcaster. Uh, the bro- yeah, the broadcast center. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about going there. I, I I don't think I knew it existed until I got a job in St. Louis radio. Yeah, and then and then it's mainly just DJs. You realize that probably wouldn't have been a, a bad choice, but a lot, of, a lot of people went there. A lot so, of folks went there. Andy, we're recording this on Thursday as we usually do. Uh, first thing Friday morning. I'm going up to Wisconsin Dells again. It's uh, become an annual family tradition. Yeah. Uh, so going up there for uh, for that. Uh, one of the things we're we're going to do a family escape room like in the cabin that we have. Which um, we we had to explain to my mom that Andy, it's not an actual escape room 
that she is going to be like locked in somewhere and unable to get out. She was she was worried. She said, "I don't do well in small spaces." And I, I said, "Do do do you think that we're going to lock you in a room? Like, is is that what you think here?" I, I just let me know. Like everybody else is trying to explain it to her. I'm being a dick. So that was in the in the family group chat. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh, looks like inside activities are going to be to your benefit this weekend, Joe. When are you when are you coming back? Uh, we're we're driving up so Friday at four a.m. We're we're waking up four a.m. driving up seven hours up there six six okay six yeah gonna gonna get up there uh, stop and pick up uh, cheese curds for for you and for John Marisek yes and then uh, Sunday we have to be back by about. Yeah, two, three o'clock. Uh, okay. I'll be back by then. Yeah. So cloudy and thirty-three tomorrow. Cloudy and thirty-four on Saturday. Cloudy and thirty-three on Sunday. Joe won't snow up there. Similar to here till Tuesday. Okay. So you're so you have a nice weekend to travel. Yeah. It's just gonna be a little cold and cloudy. So and that's la- nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm fine with uh, with the cold because honestly, the only time you're outdoors is getting on the shuttle right. to go to the indoor heated water parks. There you go. So I'm there's there's one ride there. There's one ride. That for the past few years, like, go back and, uh, you know, at night, me, my sister, and her husband would go back. And we would ride all the rides because there was no lines. Uh-huh. And there's one, after an experience on it last year, I don't know if I'm going to go do it again this year. What happened, Joe? I felt like, I mean, it's one of those where you you shoot straight down. It's a th- You're on a big, so you could fit, like, eight people on the raft. Right. But it's just the three of us that will go on the raft. So, they, they, you know, they position us to even it all out. Right. And then they shoot us down, and then it goes back and forth and back. And there was a point where I felt like this thing was going to flip. Oh. I thought you were telling me me that you you felt queasy. No, no, no. I felt like it was going to flip over on this. So not not crazy about doing that one again. Okay. But most of the other ones, I'm I'm fine. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, I'm I'm all for going on the rides, but I'm not trying to to flip over into a giant... uh, You say it's it's a heated water park. Yeah. What is the temperature inside the water park? I have no idea. Like, is it... Because if you think about going swimming when it's 75 degrees outside, yeah. that's pretty cold for yeah. swimming. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I figure it needs to be, like, a, at least above 80 degrees. I mean, yeah, you're walking on shirtless. Like, there, there is one. So, it's multiple parks. Like, there are essentially four indoor water parks. Right. That that they have up there. We're, we are going to be at the Wilderness. People are familiar with the Dells. Yes. We will be up at the Wilderness. There's, there's like, three up there, I think. Okay. The Great Wolf, one of them, and then yes. Karahari or something like that. Okay. Kalahari, I think, is the other one. And so we, we always go up to the wilderness. They have four indoor water parks. They also have outdoor water parks. Obviously, those are closed right uh, now. Right. Yeah. Um, they, they could turn them into skate rinks, I guess. But Could. they don't. Um, one of them, the dome that they call it, that has the wave pool in it. Also, the way the ceilings are made, Andy, the way the roof is made, you could lay there and get a tan in Anyway, like the way the sunlight comes through the roof of really? this, yes, the way the sunlight comes through the roof, like the glass roof, you could essentially lay there and catch some rays and catch, yeah, get get a tan, huh? So I, I need to get a nice pre Super Bowl tan. I got I got four weeks till the uh, till the Super Bowl. Ooh, that'd be that'd be good. Which, by the way, by the way, by the way, I know we're like a few minutes into the show. I have a huge. Huge announcement. Yeah, and I don't up. know what this. You do not know. know. What, you are you are completely in the dark about this. But I want to say Super Bowl related. Mm-hmm. So we're you know 
four weeks till go out there. I already had one snafu as the my original Airbnb had uh, told me, nah, we're not we're not hosting you anymore. So I, I I got a new one. Right, all set. No no worries about that. Andy, I don't think they will have the regular parties concert that they have every year at every other Super Bowl this year. Okay, it's in Vegas. Right. I, believe, I, I don't know if it's an NFL decision, if it's a Vegas decision. I don't know what's going on, but nothing, nothing has been announced. No Bud Light, no Lee Steinberg. The only Bud, Lee Steinberg, his thing's been announced. Okay. Yeah, I I haven't gone the last two years. To Lee Steinberg? To Lee Steinberg's. Okay. Um, I, I had the invite to go last year. Right. I chose to go to Waste Management. Right. And stay at that. Right. Where you saw the hottest chick you've ever seen every five seconds. Every every five seconds. My God. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> hanging out there. I was hanging out with Andrew Perloff, uh, yeah. McLovin from the Dan pa- formerly of the Dan Patrick Show, now with CBS, and Zach Gelb also now he does uh, three to six on CBS Sports Radio. Like, I don't know if they talk about this on their show, but damn it, I'm going to talk about it on mine because <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> just unbelievable. It's, it's an amazing But I, I have a feeling Vegas, just walking up and down the strip of Vegas, is going to be the same way. It Especially is. during Super Bowl. Have you been out there? I have been to Vegas one night in my life, and oh, I never walked out. Through. I never went outdoors. Joe, it was so we went last year for Claire's graduation uh, present. Went in June. It was like nine in the morning, and um, so I was. There was these girls walking around, and they had on these see-through pants with thong underwear. Oh, okay. and I'm like, it's, it's it's nine in the morning. What's going on? And they're like, that's just what girls wear out here. Yeah, I'm like I was very, I was very, very <laughs> caught off guard. Yeah. But. So I'm slowly, I'm, I'm slowly putting somewhat of a list together. Yeah. For what I plan to maybe see, do, whatever that week. Um, one of the ones like uh, uh, Nate Smith is going to be in concert. Are you familiar with Nate Smith? Country singer Nate Smith. Whiskey on You. Oh, sure. Uh, one of his songs, Wreckage, yeah, uh, World on I, Fire. Yeah, uh, very, I'm very good artist. Yeah. He opened for Cole Swindell and Thomas Rhett this uh, last year, only sang five songs. He is playing some very small venue dive bar type place south of the strip. Uh, I do plan on going to that. Right now, I, I was looking at tickets. So like $15 for tickets. So I'm not even going to try to like find free tickets to that. I, I I will go and spend $15 on tickets to go see Nate Smith. Like I'm, I'm fine doing that. Uh, so yeah, just little things. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about all the sponsors so, for that because next week too, we'll get into NFL football uh, coverage. Yeah. So what's going, so I, and what I suspect suspected was happening is happening that the casinos are having their own parties, hard rock cafe on the strip, uh, Sapphire, Las Vegas, but are they having like for the part for the games? Or are they having them on like Friday or Saturday nights? I'm looking here. Big game parties, Super Bowl. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew Andrew Perloff texts me there. He's like, "Hey, what do we uh, like? What, what's your list look like this year?" And I'm like, I, I just I text him back. I'm like, "Man, like it's not looking good. Like we'll you know I'll, I'll, we'll get something. Like I'll I'll make something work, but." Up until like Tom Segura and Burt Kreiser doing a show Saturday night. Yeah. Friday or Saturday night out there. I think that'll be fun. That's I'm sure that'll sell out real fast. Hoping those guys are walking around. What do they do? Two Bears? They, they, what is it called? Two Bears podcast? Tom Segura and Burt Kreiser? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I'm not super sure. Both. I mean, Sebastian Mouse Stalco. I think he's uh, I think he has a residency somewhere out there. 
So lot of there will be a lot of entertainment. That entertainment will not be at a uh, at you know at a loss. Okay, so uh, Maxim Super Bowl party is at Resort Worlds, uh, Resorts World uh, at ten. Those, that, okay, that. the thing like those, it's they they have a DJ maybe you've never heard of. Yeah, and you go there and you just drink. Like I have got, I, I would much rather go and see a concert and right. something that I've never seen before. Like, but, it was fun when Ben and I could get access to those and go there and have something to do on those nights. Right. Like, what did what did we do? We went to Leather and Lace. To Leather and Lace. We went to Leather and Lace. And it's like, okay, that was fun when we could get into it and it, we had access to it and everything. Yeah. But then after a while, you're like, okay, like, it's better to go and find, like, concerts and do that. I, what I'm really interested to in see is what they come up with for whatever media party. Uh, it is. And I do feel like um, guest list wise, it's going to be a really, really good week. I have a feeling I will do more interviews there that week than I did in uh, Arizona last year. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, because I, I think I, they'll give me more people than than last year. So I am very much looking forward to that. We will talk about that over the next uh, three plus weeks and do that. Speaking of concerts, by the way, Andy, the Cardinals had a big concert announcement they earlier sh- today. They did. I would imagine I, I have had such mixed reactions from people that I have talked to about this. I had a feeling I would know what your reaction would be, so I saved it, and I did not text you about it all day because I wanted to get your initial reaction to the Cardinals announcing that on September 27th at Bush Stadium, it will be Sting opening for Billy Joel. I've seen Sting before. Okay, I didn't know that. You've seen Billy Joel, haven't you? I have not seen Billy Joel. Oh. I'm very excited about that concert. You know who has seen Billy Joel? Matt Grover has seen Billy. He went up to Wrigley to go see Billy Joel. I tell you what I really want to do, and this and not that this will negate this, but his he has that residency at Madison Square Garden where he mm-hmm. plays a show every month. He has a banner up. He has a banner in Madison Square Garden for his ma- many sellouts that he has done at Madison Square Garden. And I think that would be a really, really cool thing to go see. Um, this will probably come in a close second. I'm a big Billy Joel fan, and uh, I will be uh, acquiring my tickets for the uh, for the concert. Nice. So yeah, I'm very very excited about. Yeah, it. that's that's one. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to be buying tickets on the 12th. I'll check no, it out as it gets closer no, and yeah. see. There'll be there'll be seats available. There's, yeah, I mean, there's, they probably sell close to probably forty thousand tickets for that show. Oh, easily. Yeah. So um, yeah, be uh, be it's, it'll be a great show. It's a, it's. I was worried that it was going to be something stupid, and it's not. Yeah, it's probably one of the better ones they've had uh, in in recent years. So, so uh, yeah, that will um, yeah that'll uh, that'll be, that's a b- pretty and big what's concert. Your opinion of it? Are you excited? Are you, are you happy to hear about it? I, if if I go to it, I'd be happy to see Billy Joel. I mean, yeah. I that's I I thought it was going to be somebody like Pearl Jam. I also saw rumors of ACDC. ACDC would not have excited me. ACDC would not have excited me. Pearl Jam. I feel like okay, that would have been a good concert, but. I could tell you I, I know more Billy Joel songs than I do Pearl Jam songs. For sure. So that was one where I was like, okay, that's that's a pretty good concert. I, I would I, I would have loved for Green Day to have been there. I don't know why Green Day is not playing Bush Stadium this summer. Are, that, they, are they on a stadium tour? They are. They're, they're playing Riverport. Oh, okay. In August, August 14th oh, or yeah. 15th, they're playing Riverport. The night before they play Riverport, they're playing Wrigley. Okay. Depend if I can do it, depending on my schedule, because that's right around the time school baseball starts. Right, I'd like to do back to back nights of that. I'd like to That'd be cool. Yeah. 
So that's that's my hope for uh, for that. But I will definitely go see them at Riverport. Uh, be seeing them at Riverport in August. So that would be one. I I was pissed that they aren't at Bush. I mean, the, the, they're coming to St. Louis. So I can't be that mad about right. it. But I would have rather. I mean, I've, I've seen them at Riverport already. I would have loved to see them at Bush. I've never been to a Bush Stadium concert. I went the the concert I went to last year. Uh, uh, the the guy that you don't want to talk about and Chris Stapleton at uh, American Family Field up, mm-hmm. up in, up in Milwaukee, where they did not have brachos available, or, which I was very upset about. Right. Um, but um, they, uh, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. You could tell that the seats, the seats along the first base or uh, along the first base or third base, really, uh, really mm-hmm. along the first base side were the, uh, were the seats to be in. Yeah. They were the, those were the best seats in the house. Because well, we were down on the field, and it was, there were too many people standing and which is fine, but it wasn't tiered to where you could like see over people and see. So when we had to go up to go to the bathroom, you could walk back down. The, you could see the view that you had from that from that first base side and get a good idea of what you were uh, seeing there. I will be. I mean, I, I will be forever spoiled now. Like every like I can't go to Universal in California anymore after the LA media party was there and they just opened it up to all of us. We right. just, like I could never go back there and have to wait in line. Now <laughs> it's going to be real hard for me to go to a Bush stadium concert. I mean, you should one. just go back with your media credentials and be like, <laughs> does, this, does this still work here? Can I, can I use this? So uh, the other one too, I, I, I Foo fighters. I really hope they start listening to some more concerts that they're going to be doing this summer. And then, you know, and I, I keep forgetting too, that hoodie is coming in June. I believe I saw him last time they were here. Like, and I have I've never seen him. I've always wanted to see Hootie. I, I've seen Darius, but I've never seen a Hootie show. I would rather. I think I'd rather see Darius. I'm a pretty again. big Hootie guy, though. <sighs> That's like right in my wheelhouse for like 16, 17, 18 years old. I I've never seen just Darius Rucker. I feel like Darius Rucker would play all of his Darius Rucker songs. Then his top Hootie songs, where when it was Hootie, they, he only played two Darius Rucker so songs. Kelly and Mrs. Hanselman and uh, Claire went to a show a couple of years ago where he was in the middle of a, it was, it was like a big country music festival mm-hmm. thing at Riverport. And instead of all the, of all the five bands that played that he was the best performer and best show out of all of them. Really? Yeah. And how much did he go back and forth between Hootie and that? She said they only played mainly his country songs. He only played one or two Hootie yeah. songs. So, but yeah, that's uh, those are the ones, but I know you're excited about that, so you're going to be getting tickets on the 12th? I believe so. Oh, for the nice. 12th? No, no, I'll wait. I'll You'll wait? wait? Yeah, I'll wait a little bit, too. Okay. We'll, we'll, see. I'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can push that ahead a little bit for you. Okay. So, Andy, also coming to town. Yeah, will, will our friend be able to get us some tickets for that? Um, maybe. Okay. Uh, first, so, the um, also coming to town, we have AEW Wrestling coming to town January 20th. Yes. And then Monday Night Raw is coming February 5th. Oh, wow. Um, Andy, I will be here for that February the 5th, Monday Night Raw. Because you're going to be in Las Vegas. I know. So Hudson will be going to that. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, I will who, not. I don't know who you're going to get to take him. Right. So. I'll volunteer. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take. <laughs> I mean, he's got his main event Jey Uso and his Yeet hoodie and ready to go. Yeah. For that. And uh, we'll, we'll get it. So, and, and then this week, I mean, this past week when The Rock made his return to WWE TV. Oh, boy. <laughs> I heard a little bit about this. I, uh, and then he, he threw down the challenge and threw down the tease that he might be, that he's ready to face Roman Reigns. I, I, I am not exaggerating when I tell Come you on. I threw Hudson across the room when he Come made on. that announcement. He's the biggest movie star in the world. Why, <laughs> what, he, w- w- because it's the biggest possible match 
that could happen in the world of wrestling right now. But is why? The Rock what's, versus what's Roman the, Reigns. What is the upside for him? Money. And helping the business that made him into the major okay. star that he That's is. That's fair enough. And helping elevate a relative to that same status. Okay. I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns is his cousin. I know, but, he, but Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns is already pretty as big as it, pretty much as big as it gets in WWE. But this is the biggest match that can and I, happen. And I get that. And I this is that. the biggest match that can happen. The last time we had a match like this that could happen would have been The Rock versus John Cena. Like there, every now and then there comes along a match that just has to happen, and if it doesn't, people will just. I mean, there there are matches that never happened in their prime that people will kick them. WrestleMania eight. The fact that it wasn't Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan is still one of the biggest mistakes that wrestle in wrestling history. By so, the time that match actually happened in WCW, it, it had lost all of the momentum that it could have possibly had. And it was not as good as what it could have been. You need to strike when you can make the most money and the most headlines about it. And that's what they are trying to do with this. Uh, so would this be a WrestleMania match? Yes, obviously, hundred percent without question. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, I'm all for it. It sounds super cool. Big, uh, big fans of both guys, and um, so yeah, and always awesome to see The Rock back in WWE. It's always fun uh, for him to break that character. But out yeah, again. but yeah, when he said at the end, when he said when he asked when he goes, should I sit in the booth? When I go out to eat tonight, or should I sit at the head of the table? I grabbed Hudson, and I threw him across the room into the couch, and I said, oh, my God, he said it. I don't get the reference. Roman Reigns refers to himself as the head of the table uh, in the Samoan family. Uh, and the Samoan you. family tree of all the great Samoans of that same family tree that have come through over yeah. the years, Roman Reigns has considered himself to be the tribal chief, the head of the table. Gotcha. And the Rock is ready to put him in his place. <clears throat> So before that happens, though, Andy, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, yes, the other wrestling company in town, they are coming here January 20th. Which is going to be uh, two At weeks. Chaffetz. Two weeks from yesterday? No, no, no. Uh, no, two weeks from Saturday. Two weeks from Saturday. Okay. They'll be at Chaffetz on a Saturday night. And Andy, they want to do a little publicity. They want to do a little promotion. They do. For it. What's happening, Joe? This, is this where you're telling me the, the big yes. thing? Yeah. They came to me. Okay. Now, if you're listening to this on your phone right now, and Andy, you're in front of your computer. Yeah. Google Powerhouse Hobbs. The wrestler Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay. Very large, large man. Joe. Yeah. Is he coming to the Collinsville Studios? He is not coming to oh. the Collinsville Studios. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he's not coming to the Council Studios. Oh, my God. Andy, I am taking him around St. Louis next Thursday night to some of the finest restaurants in St. Louis. Really? Like, yes. where? I mean... So, Andy, I've set this up with our friend Kyle Green from Central State Sandwiches. Yeah. I reached out to him immediately. So, AEW reached out to me and said, hey, we're going to take him around on Friday, do a bunch of radio shows. Before we do that, though... Thursday night, you want to go out with him and you guys just hit up a bunch of restaurants and do food reviews and talk? And I said, yes, absolutely. Yes, I do. So I said, I go, can I, I go, can I reach out to a friend of mine who owns a restaurant and talk to him about helping out with this huge wrestling fan? And they said, yeah, go ahead. So I, I texted Kyle and I was like, hey, 
you can come along and do this. Like, you could be part of it too. I go, can you set us up with some restaurants? He said, absolutely. So the other day, Tuesday, he sends me a list of all the places he wants to go. I send it to AEW and AEW. So the guy that runs the, all this, Danny Kurth of, uh, of AEW from St. Louis, he goes, that's great. He goes, um, I don't think we can expense all of this. So I text Kyle. Kyle goes, no, I think, I think we're going to be good. I think we'll, you know, I think they'll give us samples. Like it's not going to be full ass meals. Right. Like they're going to give us samples little, of their best little, stuff. Little nibbles. So Andy, we are going to start with a Peroni's pizza. Okay. With uh, and also uh, Kyle also said he's going to start us off with a uh, with with the Central State sandwich too. He's going to well, give us a sandwich to to have try his stuff. A little appetizer. Yeah. Um. Then we're going to go to Canetto's for huh. some T Rabs and some apps there. Then we're going to go to a new place, new restaurant, one of the top new restaurants in St. Louis, Sado on Shaw. Okay. Get a little sushi, a little sushi there. Yeah. Uh, and then we will go to the Stellar Hog for some wings and some barbecue after that. And then I believe if we have time, end the night by going to uh, get some cake pops at Amy's Cake Pop Shop. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, don't, you don't eat that much stuff. <laughs> I guess little nibbles at each place. You right. Like one T-Rav. A couple little bites here and there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds really fun. Boy, I really was hoping he was coming to the console studios. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to that. That'd be a lot of fun, man. Yeah. You can do all the cool stuff. Uh, I mean, this is all, like, this was their idea. They reached out to me and asked me if I'd be interested in doing it. And I was 100% on board with it. So, uh, that'll be, so we're going to take some, we're going to take some video of it. Uh, post it on socials and then probably put a big video up on YouTube um, before the show sure. on January twentieth. So Your street cred is tight with AEW and WWE. They they like me. It's nice to uh, it's nice to finally have uh, have my way in there with uh, with both companies. You've worked hard at it. AEW and AEW's always been good to me yeah. from from the beginning. Uh, the newest round of the media relations PR group with WWE has been absolutely incredible. So yeah. they have a huge shift in the uh, the company and the way they view media has been a uh, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome for uh, for that. So that is next Thursday, Andy. Next Monday it is the national championship, college football national championship, Michigan and Washington. The uh, the college football have. I've talked now a few times. I, we talked about this with Klaibs, and then I was on KMOX earlier this week, too. To call... Wait, wait, hang on a second. Yeah. We had, we had an agreement about that. What? That when you go on KMOX, we have to go on KMOX together, that we're a team. I don't, I don't recall this uh, agreement for that, but yeah. no, but Matt Matt Pauly, uh, Matt Pauly, I mean, at this, like, he should know by now, like, the way when he texts me about it, he was like, hey, he texts me at 5 o'clock. He was like, hey, man, sorry for the late notice. Can you jump on tonight at 7.20? And I go, Matt, I go, you could text me at 7.15 to come on. And I go, I'm going to say yes every single time. Like, yeah. I am never going to turn down the opportunity to be on with you on the Mighty Mox. Right. Never. Like, it's like you could just call me up and be like, hey, a guest, a guest bailed. Can you come on and talk? And I would say Yes. Right, you're on KMOX, you're on the air. Right. Cool, Matt. What do you want to talk about? 
I am glad, though, because every other time he's had me on, we always talk Cardinal baseball. Okay. Always talk Cardinal baseball. So he just texted me, had me on. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. And I'm thinking, we're going to talk Cardinal baseball. I figured we'd talk, you know, we're just off season up until this point or sure. what I think is going to happen between now and spring training. And I go and I look at Twitter and I see that they had tweeted out that I was going to be on to talk college football. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? And I get on, and Matt's like, hey, it's something you mentioned on with Claves earlier. And I was like, okay, good. I've already said this today. It's going to, it's not, this isn't going <laughs> to, do I remember what I said seven <laughs> hours before? Usually I don't. Right. Usually I say it, I walk away. <laughs> that's it. You're done. And that's it. <laughs> that's a, I think that's a big misconception by, by listeners that radio people remember every single thing they ever said on the air. And it's not true at all. Right. You sit down here for an hour, and then I walk up here and I come completely yeah. forget about everything that we talked right. about. Right. And it's, oh, what you talk about? Yeah, well, God, when I was doing radio, when I was doing radio five, four, four or five days a week, and it was, oh, what you talk about today? No clue. No clue. Yeah. I had these guests on. I'm sure I asked them these questions. Yeah. And that's how it went. Yep. <laughs> anyway, and, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, so one of the things I had said, we were talking about, so the Michigan-Alabama game. Yes. What would you? What was that game? And you're right. Like what? We, when you looked at that and you said, "Oh, Michigan, Alabama are playing." Oh, what are they playing? Like what? What game is it? It was what Rose Bowl. You, that so this is where the disagreement is. It was the semifinals. It was in Pasadena, right? It was the semifinals. Yeah, the Rose Bowl doesn't exist anymore, in my opinion. Well, don't the they, Orange Bowl doesn't exist anymore, in my opinion. Well, but don't they rotate those out? They do, but it's. But you're we're past this. We don't like we're we are hanging on to threads of tradition at this correct. point. You are just to say that it's still there and just to make people happy and make them think that it's still relevant. It is not. No, it's not at all. You're right. No, and I, and I call it the Rose Bowl just because I'm an old. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's what we watched on New Year's Day was you know for the time I was born was the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl. Was the Rose Bowl was on during the day? The Orange yeah. Bowl was on at night. Right, and. But the, but the Rose Bowl was Pac-10 versus Big Ten. That's correct. That that wasn't it the other no. day? No. So, but when I, you see the Rose Bowl and the Rose Parade on New Year's Day, you think Rose Bowl. Right. It's just a natural correlation for anybody over the age of, I would guess, I don't know, 35, 36? I mean, do you still, I mean, obviously you don't think it was a Rose Bowl anymore. You call it, it is a semifinal. I mean, technically it is a semifinal. Right, that's what it was. That's what it was. But what about in years when it's not the semifinal? Then it's it's just, an, I mean, but that's the thing. Okay, we're not going to have, like, we never have to worry about that again. No, it won't because it'll, it'll be a, with the 12-team with the playoff. But it's still going to be, that's, that's what bothers me so much about this, is that in, in 2025, the schedule for this next year, okay, so... December 20th and December 21st, you get the first round. Those games will be on campus of the higher ranked seed. One through four will get buys. But everybody out, but those, the other teams, so five versus 12 could be in Columbia on December 20th. It could happen. The quarterfinals, that's when we start this ridiculousness again. The quarterfinals are the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. No, they're not. Just call them, the, it's the semifinals in Arizona, in Georgia, in 
Pasadena. New Orleans and Pasadena. That's what it is. The semifinals are the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. No, no. That's just where the host cities are. We just, we need to get past this. We need to realize that everybody's making a lot of money off this. I and think you do, Joe. And also... Why, what, is, what is the harm in keeping the name on the bowl? Because game? I think you could also make more money off of this, too. Like, you're telling me I think that... I think they're making more money by keeping the name on it, by keeping the corporate... Because it's, it's not just a Fiesta Bowl, Joe. It's the VRBO Fiesta Bowl. It's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. You're, you know what? Just have all of these sponsors and run their commercials during every single break of every single game. The same ones. Like they do for the Masters? Yeah. Just Cadillac, run those. Cadillac, so, Mercedes, IBM, or yeah. AT&T, whatever it is. is it, they, they run Cadillac and Mercedes ads back-to-back? Nah. Oh, okay. I was nah, going to say, that's, some, that's, somebody wouldn't be happy about that. Well, no. But it's their members. The members yeah. are CEOs, and they, they pick which ads they want to run. Oh, the okay. Yeah. That's why IBM and AT&T and Mercedes gotcha. are. Yeah. So you have, I mean, so you have, but you're telling me that you have, so right now, a stadium like Lucas Oil. Nice stadium, yes. middle of America, right there. The only national champ, the only game they could get was the national championship. You know, they should be in rotation for the semifinals. Well, I think the Dome in America Center with their field yes, should be in, should be in the mix. You, like U.S. U.S. <laughs> Would Bank? that prompt them to buy a new buy them a new turf if they had a big bowl game? I, it, no, they need <laughs> a lot more than just a new turf. <laughs> like U.S. Bank up in Minnesota, they should get a game up there. There should be a game up. But right there. now, under this format, if you're going to be rotating through these teams. They can only be el- they're only eligible for what a national championship game. Is that what you're telling me? So SoFi, SoFi should be and I, I know there was discussion of moving the Rose Bowl to SoFi. Well, I mean, but looking at it this way too, the quarterfinals, the Pe- it was just the Peach Bowl played at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah, the national championship game played at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Right, but that's not always going to be the case because like this year, no. this year the, uh, on Monday the national championship games in Houston. Right. Where, that, where, there, where there's no bowl game. Where there's no bowl game. And they, NRG Stadium down there, still a nice facility down there. Houston, still a very good town to host these kind of events. Without question. They should be able to get that. So, like, next year, yeah, next year, as you mentioned, too, it's the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami is where the national championship is in 2026. Right. Home of the Orange Bowl. Home of the Orange Bowl. Rotate these out. If that's if that's where that is, then, if that's where the, if that's where the national championship game is going to be, then instead of the Orange Bowl getting a quarterfinal game, give that to somebody else. Give that to Minnesota. Give that to Lucas Oil. Give that to SoFi. Give that to one of these other stadiums and you know, move this around. We don't do this with the Final Four. The final You don't do this with the Final Four. The first round game isn't in the same city as the National Championship weekend. I think this year is an, is the final four this year. Is it in Indianapolis this year? No, it's in Arizona this year. Oh, yeah, it's in Arizona this year. The national championship game, the college basketball national championship games in Arizona. So you're not doing, you're not having first round games, and then you're having that there. So it's just there, there that that is where the tweaking needs to come I just in with don't this event. See the problem with keeping the name on the game. I just, I think we're, I think we're past it, and I think we're just holding on you, it for is dear little, life. You're right; it is a threat of tradition. But yes. I think, but there's no harm in keeping those names on those games. You can, I, I think, you can get to the point where you call it the, 
you know, the Tostitos Final Four of the college football cha- championship. Oh, I mean, probably, I mean, and it probably will go to that at some yeah. point. However, those bowl committees are very powerful committees. Yeah. And they're very wealthy committees. And you know what? They're only going to make more money. When you see the ratings for these games next year, it is going, like, those oh, games on December ast- 20th next it's year. It's going to be astronomical. It's going to be amazing what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing, too. So for as annoying as it was this past Monday to have to watch Michigan and Alabama play a long game and then have to watch Texas and Washington play theirs. Yeah. The one thing they got right for next year. They split them up. They have the one on Thursday and the one on Friday. Yep. They got it right. That is going to be so much fun to have two back to back nights of that is going to be awesome. Honestly, outside of this, the next big thing in football is going to be putting. I mean, I don't think the Super Bowl will ever move to a Saturday, but man, it should. I think it will at some point. I just, I I don't. I think there are too many. I think there are too many events Super Bowl weekend to where you will do that. I there was talk of this back in two thousand one, two thousand two, and this was due to um, nine eleven. That it was the first time the Super Bowl was in February mm-hmm. because they had pushed it back because they had lost a week of the season because yes. of the of the attacks in New York City. Yes, and they had talked about having an AFC NFC Championship location, and then having a Super Bowl at the home stadium of the of the of the Oof. team. For me, I I think. The what? This is the fifty eighth Super Bowl, I believe. Fifty seven, fifty eight, something like I don't that. Know, I just made whatever graphic we're gonna use for Klabes Online today, and I just right. don't even look at the Roman numerals anymore. I it's, like the ones. I like the companies. By the way, like wrestling, uh, WWE just started doing this, where they are not. It's, it's WrestleMania forty, but it's WrestleMania Philadelphia. They took they took the numbers off of it. The numbers are still, especially for one like this year where it's forty. Yeah, the numbers on there, but it's the city. So it's like, oh, that happened in Philadelphia. I think it, I think they should ditch the numbers at some point for Super Bowls. I, I'm surprised they didn't at 50. But anyway, yeah, go go ahead. But I but yeah, that's oof. I think I think there's the, too I, much surrounding Super Bowl week, and that's kind of my point. It's played out. Yeah, it's. I mean, you've you've been to one, you've been to them all. We still talk about the same parties that we went to five years ago. Yeah. Start do something new. Do something different. I think so much you were like right now we're going into week 18 this weekend. Yeah. The Ravens and the 49ers have already clinched home field. Right. They have worked. I mean, you go 18 weeks, 17 games to clinch home field. You are clinching home field for that AFC NFC championship. And I agree. And, and, that's, and that's the other side of it too. And that is what you are. That is what you are trying to earn. Yeah. By doing that, you're getting because the buy. You're getting that home game. You you are getting you are getting yourself an advantage for the Super Bowl game. I I just feel that the euphoria of winning an NFC or AFC championship is can be exceeded by winning a Super Bowl. Oftentimes, Super Bowls are blowouts. They're they can be bad games because of everything surrounding them. Yeah, that it is a true intense competition. For the AFC NFC Championship, and it, I just think it's a it's a better championship. Yeah, in my I mean, so but yeah, that's um, but that that's coming up on Monday. Um, 
Michigan and Washington from down in Houston. I got Michigan. Who you got? Michigan. Michigan. There. I mean, and if anything, I mean, if Michael Penix Jr. puts the uh, puts the Huskies on his back, I think it'd be cool to see a team from a, a team like Washington win. Absolutely. I mean, have you seen have you seen the graphic where it's like the circle around the southeast and it's like 19 of the last 20 national oh, champions no, came I from this not. area and they're something all, like all that SEC it's teams. all sec team it's all sec teams in florida state and clemson yeah so it, it's one of those it's it's a crazy like to get out of that circle it'll be it'll be nice to get yeah. out of that uh out of that circle for that. Hey, let's take a break. When we come back, I got one good crack slipper for you, Ooh. Andy. It's one relevant to the Council Studios as well. Ooh. Yeah. And we'll talk about that when we come back. It's Weekend Joe, driven by Munganash St. Louis Acura and Munganash Burkhardt Alton Toyota here on ClavesOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body. 911. One North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. There's not a lot of wiggle room in my budget. Thankfully, with Ameren's budget billing rollover plan, my energy bill is more predictable. And knowing what to expect each month gives me the power to be me. Enroll in our mobile app or learn more at Ameren.com slash options. Can Graybar help my electrical and datacom jobs be more productive? Yep, our supply chain services are designed to do just that. Like job site services? Yep, we deliver the products you need where and when you need them, no matter your industry. What if I have technical questions? Yep, our specialists are top notch. Emergency support? Yep, even after hours. They're a unicorn. When you need to keep your projects productive and profitable, rely on Graybar to help you get the job done right. No unicorns required. Yep. Gray Bar does that. Back here, final segment of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Burkhart, Alton Toyota. Hey, Claves and I are going to be out at Munganass St. Louis Acura on Monday doing the uh, the lunch show out uh, out there. So uh, come by, say hi to us, and it'll be the uh, the last what one. You, what do you get for lunch when you're out that way? I don't know where, but I, I do know, I, I believe Claves and I are go, going to uh, hit out a lunch. Uh, last time we went out to lunch after we did that, we went up to uh, the pasta house up there. Oh, very nice. Around that area. So I don't know where we're going to go for, uh, get little, for that. Get a little salad. You know what's a great lunch special they have at pasta house? is the meatball special with some broccoli. Mm, I can't remember what I, I, I can't remember what I, like, I think I got the eggplant parmesan last yeah. time. You get two meatball, mm-hmm. some broccoli, and a, little, and, a, and, a, and a delicious pasta house salad. Mm. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lunches. Andy, uh, before we do that, I believe you and I need to uh, need to do some crack slippers. Joe, some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news, and we picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the crack slippers with Joe Roderick on the all-new ClavesOnline.com. Andy, here, uh, about 10 feet away from me in your console studios, you have a nice little arcade. I do. Pac-Man's on there. Mappy's on there. Yes. I... I, I 
challenge anybody to come out here and play me 1v1 and Mappy. Out my, of your, uh, my son-in-law, Mr. Gray, wants to play you and Mappy. Okay. Well, has he played it already? Has he practiced yes. on it now? Yes, he yes. knows how to open the doors? Yes, he's good. All right. He and I did discuss, um, when, when I was over here at your little, uh, your little get-together earlier this week, we discussed your uh, your joystick and how it just is not worked in as well as a you know regular like arcade joystick yet. Yeah. And, uh, boy, Joe, um, little little was not really the way to describe that. It was fun yet overwhelming. You had a lot of people here. There were a lot of people here. I was not. I was not sure what I was going to walk into yeah. when I uh, when I came over, and yeah. I wasn't able to stay long. But it was uh, it was nice, and he had some nice food. The great Kevin Miller stopped by. I know, and his lovely, almost not a bride. Right, my my newest Facebook friend too. Not not friends with him, but friends with me. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So Andy, on this uh, on this, you can play people all over the world. You can. And uh, hopefully one of those people that you do not play when you get into the game of Tetris is Willis Gibson. Okay. Willis Gibson, a 13-year-old out of San Francisco. He has become the first player to officially beat Tetris. No way. He broke the game. Broke it. Broke it. High score. Is that, that, that I, did I win? Did I, is that good? <laughs> did I do it? I can't. How's that work? Is that good? Yeah. High score. Is that good? AKA Blue Scuddy in the gaming world made it to what gamers call a kill screen. The point where the Tetris code glitches crashing the game. That might not sound like much of a victory to anyone uh, thinking that only high scores count, but it's highly coveted achievement in the world of video games where records involve pushing hardware and software to their limits and beyond. Can you imagine how fast those pieces were falling? Oh, my God. Like, you just you have to guess what, like, the three pieces away is going to be at that point. Yeah. And I don't know. It, well, wow. <clears throat> it's also a very big deal for players of Tetris, which many had long considered unbeatable, partially because the game doesn't have a scripted ending. It's just the four-block shape to keep falling no matter how good you get and stacking them into disappearing rows. Top players continue to find ways to extend their winning streaks by staying in the game to reach higher and higher levels. But in the end, the game would always win. That is until December 21st when Willis managed to trigger a, a kill screen on level 157. Stop it. Go to, like, level 15 and see how those things are falling. I start on level 5. Yeah. Because levels 1 through 4, just they're just too slow for me. Yeah. And I'll get to about 10 or 11. 157. How does your brain work like that? He said it pushed the software past its own limits. The makers of Tetris also agree that he broke the game, saying congratulations, Blue Scuddy, for achieving this extraordinary accomplishment, a feat that defies all preconceived limits of this legendary game. Does it say what platform he was playing on? It does not. I'm sure there are uh, pictures of this, which, by the way, um, Tetris has a CEO. I don't know. What do you do as the CEO of Tetris? Oh, I don't know. Come up with new, new falling algorithms? Right. Tetris celebrates its 40th anniversary this year and said it's a monumental achievement. Uh, Tetris made its debut in this country uh, in, around 1988 on the original mm. Nintendo Game Boy. Yeah. And um, everybody who had a Game Boy had it because I think it came with it. 
It says most people would be stuck in the 20s or 30s. Level 29 posed an especially tough roadblock. They began falling quicker. The in-game controls couldn't respond, he, uh, he said here. In 2011, somebody even made it to level 30 using a technique called hyper-tapping in which a player could rhythmatically vibrate their fingers to move the game controller faster than a game's built-in speed. If somebody that's that good at Tetris and that good with their fingers, unfortunately, probably not going to find a girlfriend to also appreciate that uh, so finger movement. There, there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot to digest there. Yeah. I'm, I want to move away from it. <laughs> fingering and girlfriends and things like that. But So the previous record was level 30? Uh, somebody in 2000, so a uh, tech a player reached level 35 in 2018. Apparently somebody reached level 95 in 2022. Okay. Yeah. So Joe, do you have Tetris on your phone? I do not. So I do. And, but you have to play, like, they call it a marathon game. Cause if you don't, you just want to play the, if you play the regular like scripted game that they have on there, mm-hmm. it's like some convoluted tournament thing. Yeah. Where you like have to, it's, it's a high score kind of deal. And it's just, it's, it, I'm like, this isn't Tetris. An AI program uh, dubbed StackRabbit oh. once made it to level 237. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's computer and computer. That's not. Yeah. That's not. But still, uh, yeah, but still 237 before crashing the game. Yeah. So uh, this kid, a 13-year-old, level 157. It's incredible. Jeez. Congratulations. To uh, to him now go uh, you go out there play Tetris and see just how incredibly difficult this uh, would prove to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on level 157 tonight you, you, because you can pick the level you want to start on. I don't I'd be shocked. I, I wonder if what level they'll let you start at if they will. And it'll just I mean you click it and in a second it'll just be it'll two boom. seconds boom yep game Not over two seconds I'm gonna gu- <laughs> I'm gonna guess two tenths of a second. <laughs> So started at 156 and see what level the kid had to beat. Oh, yeah. Because I, I could probably beat that one. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, Andy, uh, I think we'll do the show next Friday so we can recap uh, my day, with my evening with Powerhouse. Without Hubs. question. So we will, uh, we will do that next Friday. I'll make a whole meal of food for Friday night. How about we do that? Ooh, I like, I don't, I, I have to see what my schedule fine. is for, uh, and, for and next Mrs. Friday Roderick night. too. So we will see how that uh, how that works out, but I like uh, like the thought of that. So until then, uh, he is Andy Hanselman. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Munganass with Munganass St. Louis Acura, here to talk to you today about some benefits of Acura's certified pre-owned program. After passing a 182-point multi-point inspection, Acura backs all of our certified pre-owned cars with a six-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty and a seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Munganass St. Louis Acura has new inventory arriving daily. Come on into Munganass St. Louis Acura today, meet our award-winning team, and find that perfect certified pre-owned Acura for you.